Last year, Morningstar replaced its premium paid service with what they call Morningstar Investor. It's a subscription service that allows you to track your portfolio and gain access to Morningstar's research. In this video, we're going to take a deep dive and try to answer the question whether it's worth the cost. Hey, everybody. My name is Rob Berger. This is the Financial Freedom Show, where we talk about investing, retirement, and financial freedom. If those topics are important to you, I encourage you to subscribe to the channel. I also send out a newsletter every Sunday morning. You can sign up with the link below this video. So let's dive right in. I'm going to show you Morningstar Investor. I do subscribe to it. Uh, I'm also going to show you some alternatives at the end of the video, including one that's free and one that's paid and costs roughly the same uh, amount as Morningstar Investor, but frankly, one that I prefer. All right, so let's dive in. So this is my Morningstar Investor account. We're looking at a demo a portfolio called Big Tony 11. This was actually sent in to me, goodness, over a year ago by a viewer. So we're just going to use his portfolio as an example. And uh, Morningstar Investor does more than just portfolio tracking, but I think for most of us, this is probably uh, the primary feature. So we're going to start here. By the way, uh, Morningstar costs uh, 250, roughly 250 bucks a year. I will leave a link below this video uh, that I think takes $50 off the first year. Uh, Morningstar is an advertiser, uh, although I will say, frankly, uh, I'm not overly impressed with the tool. <laughs> I'm being totally honest for reasons you'll see in just a minute. So uh, when you sign up, you, you log in, you can enter your portfolio in a couple of different ways. You can actually link your brokerage and retirement accounts in the old Morningstar premium service, you uh, could not. Uh, but with this service, you can link your accounts. Uh, although, as you'll see in a minute, there is a huge disadvantage to doing that that we'll need to talk about. And you can also just add, you know, uh, uh, your, trend, your, your investments manually. Well, I'll just show you what that looks like briefly. You can basically search for just about anything, whether it's, you know, a stock like Berkshire or an ETF uh, or uh, a mutual fund, you know, you can you can add them here uh, manually as well. One of the things that that adding your accounts manually does for you uh, is it allows you to tr to to enter transaction level details, including tracking how much cash you have in whatever your cash account is inside your brokerage firm. Uh, if you link your accounts, and this is I think true of just about any portfolio tracking service. It's going to download um, your information and basically keep track, um, you know, of each each investment at a balance level. Um, so the, the reason that's important is that when we get to performance, which is this tab here, uh, what I've learned is if you link your accounts, which is the convenient thing to do, uh, Morningstar won't track your performance. Why? I have no earthly idea. Uh, we're going to look at Empower as one alternative. And it, it does track your performance. In fact, we can look at it here. This is a demo account, but it tracks the performance whether you link accounts or not. But going back to Morningstar, if you want the convenience of linked accounts, that's great, but you won't, it won't track your performance, which I think is a big, big issue. Uh, but let's go to holdings first. So uh, we're looking at Big Tony's holdings here. And this is probably, the, I think, the, the, the best feature of a Morningstar investor, and that is the, the information that you can get about your investments. Now, this is all blank, and that's because we're looking here at the stock view. So if you if we click this data and columns, 
it has just a wealth of information. And you can see all these are just options just under this popular section. And of course, some of these break down into multiple options. Uh, if you pick portfolio, you get different options. General, you get more. And you can just, the list goes on and on and on of all of the different you know, data points you can track. And, but, but the other thing that you can do is create multiple views. So we're looking at a view that I labeled stock view, but we can go to, uh, we'll say index fund view. And I've selected these, you may select others, but you know, we've got the quantity in his portfolio, the last price, market value, day change, um, cost basis. And then I've added some, like the allocation, what percentage of his portfolio is in each fund, what's the trailing 12 month yield. I like to always keep track of the expense ratio. In this case, I also just was playing around with their tax cost ratio. Uh, I, I actually don't find this to be valuable only because uh, it, it's going to be very specific. The tax consequences of selling are going to be very specific to your situation. And so, uh, you know, the tax cost ratio, I think, take it with a grain of salt. But the real takeaway here is you can customize this however you want. You can create multiple views as, as we've done. Morningstar has its own set of views that you can use that are sort of baked in. Here's a portfolio summary. Uh, we can look at performance summary of the funds. So uh, this is probably the strongest feature of Morningstar Investor and something that most portfolio trackers don't offer. For example, I'm, I'm a big fan of Empower, which is a free option, one of the alternatives to Morningstar. And I think it does a great job on many levels, but it's not going to give you that data. If you look at the holdings, it's basically just going to give you price data. Uh, it's not going to give you details uh, about each fund. Now, having said that, with the just free Morningstar, you could, of course, take any one of these investments like VTI, for example, and go into Morningstar and search for it and get all of the information you want. But you're not going to see it all in one place like this. So holdings is an excellent feature. X-ray uh, is a, a term that Morningstar coined. Uh, and in, in this version, in, in the old premium subscription, there were sub tabs under X-ray that included things like stock intersection, but they've separated it out. So what X-ray is now is basically your asset allocation. You can see it here based on sort of the, the, the high level asset classes. And now here, again, I want to compare some of this to Empower. I mentioned I'm going to show you alternatives. Here, Empower is much better because with Empower's asset allocation, at least with most of them, you can drill down. You can say, okay, well, let's just look at uh, large uh, or U.S. equities. Now let's just look at mid-cap value. Here's what I have in it. Again, this is just a model portfolio. Here are the funds that make, make up uh, this allocation. I really like what Empower does much, much better. But, you know, you do get at a high level an asset allocation. You can see your sector exposure here. And by the way, you'll notice this black line. That is sort of the benchmark and you set the benchmark and you have a, a few options as you can see here. Uh, let's move it to moderately aggressive and save it. And, and when we do that, it recalculates that the black lines change a bit uh, and it just allows you to compare your portfolio to a handful of benchmarks. Uh, so we've got sector, we've got the world region. Big Tony was pretty much all US for the most part. Uh, and then we get down here to uh, Morningstar's uh, well-known equity style box, we can see this has a, a pretty good mix of 
small, small uh, middle and large size companies definitely leans uh, towards growth a bit, um, but you can see that here. Um, and then this is the fixed income and you can see everything is uh, high, high investment grade and, and, and moderate interest rate exposure. So, so that means intermediate term uh, and either government, uh, US government and or uh, investment grade uh, company debt. And we can actually go back to the holdings for just a second. I don't remember his bond portfolio. And I'm not even, it must be part of Fidelity Balanced is my guess. Um, so that's where that's coming from. So that's X-Ray, pretty straightforward. There's not a lot of sort of drilling down and diving into more details at this level, but it does give you sort of a bird's eye view. Now performance, in this case, we will see performance because this was manually entered. Now, this is the thing that sort of frustrates me about Morningstar Investor. I mentioned that if you link your accounts, you won't get performance data. Uh, here, uh, we haven't. This was manually entered. Obviously, I don't have access to a viewer's accounts to link them. So I manually entered uh, his investments, but I've not done any transaction level details. I just you know, started with an opening balance and haven't changed it. And, it. and it tracks performance. So why can't it do the same thing when you link an account? Very frustrating to me. But you can see over time, eventually you'll get these sort of well-known performance charts that we've seen many times on Morningstar. Um, and here's the overall, and then it breaks it down by um, investment. And I think this is excellent, an excellent way to look at performance. In this sense, I think this is much better than what Empower offers. If we go to um, Empower, it, you know, it just, it, it shows you this overall performance over some period of time, and you can change that, right? We could, we can go say for this year, for example, uh, and look at it, and we can compare it to different um, uh, benchmarks but it doesn't show you the same level of detail. Now, for me, I, I don't, as much as I like all this detail, I'm not sure how much I need it. <laughs> uh, but again, if you're gonna enter it manually, this does provide probably as much detail as you could want on performance. If you want the convenience of linking an account, honestly, right now, Morningstar Investor is not, not the answer, at least when it comes to tracking performance. Um, and then finally, stock intersection. And this is a neat tool I, you know, particularly if you have a, a, a complicated portfolio, perhaps a lot of actively managed funds, maybe some individual stocks. Uh, what this does though, is it looks through the ETF, through the mutual fund and tells you, hey, this is how much of each company you own and here's where you own it. Most of it's from, in this case of Apple, is from the, um, the S&P 500 index, but he's also got some exposure in this iShares fund and also in the Fidelity Balanced Fund and it just goes all the way down. I don't actually know if there's a limit or if it literally shows you every single company you own. We'll just scroll down for a second. I guess it stops here. Um, but, but it gives you at least some idea of, of you know, what's in your portfolio. I, I think this is very interesting, although I'm not sure it's worth an ongoing subscription only because once you've looked at it, you kind of know what it is unless you're, you're regularly changing the composition of your portfolio. That's certainly something I don't do, but maybe you're an active trader and this changes a lot for you, then maybe you wanna know it. By the way, I just have to point this out. Looks like Apple is at 3 trillion now or awfully close, which is uh, unbelievable. You'll notice at the top, I've got a bunch of portfolios that I've entered of different investments over time. Uh, here's my cashback portfolio. This has not been updated in, many, in, in a long, long time. 
but I want to show it to you just briefly because it, it, at one point I had my cash, my cash back rewards, which I save and invest in two bank stocks. You can see it here. And notice we're looking at the stock view. And I just threw in different data points uh, that I think are relevant to stocks. But I just wanted to show you that if you have individual stocks, you can create a specific view just for that. And you know, of course, put in whatever you want, but you know, free cash flow, earnings yield, uh, dividend yield. I think these are um, important. Certainly price to book is important for a bank. And so just to give you an idea of looking at this from an individual uh, stock perspective. So overall, what's my take on this? I think it's good, but I think it's got some significant issues. By the way, I've had, I've had for the most part, no trouble linking accounts. I've, I've tested it and it's worked for me. Um, I think the X-ray uh, feature is okay, but not great. Gives you a high level view, but that's it. The performance feature, a big issue if you link your accounts. Um, so, you know, that's something to keep in mind. Uh, I, do, I do like the holdings and the data that, that you can look at here and customize and create the, the views. Probably, for my money, the, the most important and best feature of Morningstar Investor. Now, it does more than that. When we move away from it, uh, from the portfolio, you can create watch lists. I just threw in two and track whatever data you want. Again, this whole idea of customizing views. Here's Morningstar's views, but you can create your own and it's all the same data. You can add whatever data you want. So certainly if you're looking to, to track, uh, you know, actively managed funds or, in, or, or individual stocks, I think their, their watch list is good. I'm not sure I would, I would pay for it for that because there's plenty of free watch lists. Um, yeah, you can just go to Yahoo Finance if you wanted to, but you know, the data here is excellent. So something to keep in mind. Um, and then you can follow their authors, many of them that, that I follow regularly. I follow Amy and Christine and John. Um, and so you can you know, follow them uh, within Morningstar uh, Investor. Uh, it does have a pretty robust screening tool. So again, if you're like me and you're more or less a low cost index fund investor, this is going to be meaningless. But if you're more of an active investor looking at individual stocks, uh, its screening tool is as good as any that I've found. And the options uh, and the criteria that you can use, again, it, it uses all of the Morningstar data, which is probably as good as, as anything you'll find anywhere. So again, I, don't, I wouldn't use this tool. I think many of you wouldn't either. But for those uh, that, that are active traders or, you know, or, or at least you know, regularly looking for new investments to consider, I think um, uh, the screener is good. It, it does have charting and you can add, we'll add, uh, let's see how Tesla's done. Here we go. Um, you, can, you can add uh, charting. This is available for free on Morningstar. So I, I don't know that it's um, uh, 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 certainly not worth uh, the fee. Um, but it's there. If you use it, it's all in one place. Of course, you can add other securities and compare and you can look at different things like return and so on. So it's got charting capability. Um, and then beyond that, it does have a calendar view where you can see uh, earnings, uh, for example, or if there's upcoming stock splits, they don't have any at the moment, economic releases and so on. So it has an economic calendar. Uh, which is useful. And then the other tabs you see here are just basically the what's free on Morningstar, just uh, brought into the Morningstar investor uh, interface. And they, they, they divide it between stocks, which you're looking at here, funds, mutual funds, um, and ETFs. So um, what's my takeaway at the end of the day? I think at the end of the day, uh, it's probably not worth the money for the vast majority of people. And I meant to add one other thing. 
I've tested their mobile app and it's just terrible. Uh, they, they do offer a, a um, smartphone app. I've used it on the iPhone. Uh, it's not, it, 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 I think it was, it was very quickly put together. It's not really a smartphone app. It's kind of like the, the web version, but on a smartphone. So for example, there's a lot of left to right scrolling to see all that data, and that shouldn't be the case. And, and I haven't figured out why, my own personal portfolio, it doesn't show all the holdings. So the balance is different. At first I thought maybe I signed in as a different user, but I only have one username and all the other portfolios are there and, and, and work correctly. So I wasn't even getting correct data. And if you try it on an iPad, which I've done, you basically get the iPhone version. So you have this nice big iPad, but it's just, all you see on the screen is the, the iPhone cut out in the middle with black on both sides, just really poorly done. Uh, so, you know, the performance tracking issue, if you link your accounts, I really think uh, it needs a lot more development uh, before, in, in my view, it'll be a useful product for most people. That's just my own takeaway. Certainly love to hear your, com your, your thoughts in the comments below the video. Now, quickly I wanna talk about a couple of alternatives. By the way, I'm gonna link to an article I've written about Morningstar Investor that you can check out. I'll also link to an article I've written before on alternatives to Morningstar. And of course, I'll link to Morningstar uh, below the video, along with these two alternatives. I've already mentioned one, Empower. Uh, certainly, this does not give you the data about individual investments that Morningstar does. If that's important to you, Morningstar is clearly the answer over Empower. But I think for the vast majority of investors, Empower gives you everything uh, you could want and, and in a very nice user interface. Of course, it's free. You can track your budgeting. But with investing, you know, we've kind of gone through it before. You can see your holdings, you can see performance, even if you link your accounts. Of course, you can see asset allocation uh, here, which we've looked at before. And there's a, a lot of great planning tools. You know, the retire, retirement fee analyzer is a fa favorite of mine, which we've talked about before. And they have a, a decent um, retirement planner. I think this is particularly good for those still working and just trying to see where they are uh, as they move towards retirement. I think once you get near retirement and actually start thinking about spending down your money, probably something like new retirement is better than uh, Empower. Uh, but of course, as far as I know, Morningstar doesn't offer any of these sorts of tools at all. Now, uh, another alternative I want to show you, and this would again, would be for those that say, well, you know, Rob, I hear what you're saying about Morningstar Investor, but maybe I'm an active trader, have a lot of active funds maybe, and investing in stocks. I kind of like that data. I do think there's actually a better option, and I'll show it to you now. It's called Stock Rover. And um, I pay for the paid version of Stock Rover as well. A lot of the data, by the way, in Stock Rover comes from Morningstar, but this is a much more developed product. It's been around for a long time, and it, you know, it's, it's, it's their business. This product is Stock Rover's business. In contrast, uh, Morningstar's business really isn't the retail consumer like you and me, it's, it's institutional investors. And they have a lot of very good tools that are very expensive that advisors and other institutional investors will use. In some ways, the retail investor is kind of an afterthought for Morningstar. And I, I, I understand it because I think from a business perspective, it's just not driving their revenue, so I get it. But with, with Stock Rover, you know, the retail investor, that is their business. And it's a much more robust, uh, tool. You can connect your own accounts. You can enter them manually. You can enter multiple portfolios. I'm looking at what's called the 712 portfolio, just as an example. And you can see a lot of this data doesn't populate in the black box because these are ETFs, not stocks. But as you can see, you can 
you can go through about any piece of data you want. In fact, if we go to add column and we just browse all the data points, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I won't go through them all, of course. Um, you, you can look and then you've, you can create different views here. You can see the dividend view. Here's an ETF fund portfolio view uh, or, or profit view, excuse me. Um, uh, income, of course, these portfolios don't have it, but uh, really the amount of data is uh, pretty impressive. If we go to future income, I like this tool that it, it projects out your future dividends and interest based on your portfolio, which is, a, I think, a, a good view, a, an interesting view. Similar to Morningstar, it does have an earnings calendar that you can check out here. Um, this, when you first look at this tool, it can be overwhelming. Once you understand how it works, it's pretty straightforward because you have a table view of your portfolio. Let's see if I can find something that's a little more populated. Here's the dividend calendar. And actually, we're looking at three different portfolios here. Uh, and by the way, uh, some of these portfolios are pre-programmed that you can download in Stock Rover. But if we were to look at Rick Ferry's, it's the well-known three fund portfolio. There it is. And then you have a chart view and you can compare like this compares the Rick Ferry three fund portfolio with the 712. Um, and it also happens to be comparing B&D, the blue line. But you can see the three fund portfolio has trounced the 712 portfolio, uh, at least over the last 15 or so years. Um, there's an insight view, which just gives you probably honestly more data uh, than you could ever want. I, again, some of this, a lot of this is blank because it's relevant to stocks. Uh, but if we pick a different tab, you're going to see more data. So I really like Stock Rover. Uh, uh, again, if, if you're a three fund portfolio investor, a five fund portfolio investor, frankly, Empower is going to give you everything you need. If you have some individual stocks, maybe some active funds, uh, maybe you, you trade a little more actively. I uh, frankly prefer Stock Rover over Morningstar Investor. I am a big fan of Morningstar and the people there. I am hoping to see further developments in the Morningstar Investor tool. And I'll let you know as you know if and when uh, those come out. So there you go. My take on Morningstar Investor. Would love to hear your comments. So let me know below the video. And until next time, remember, the best thing money can buy is financial freedom.